Hello and welcome to Geshcast episode 48. Coming to you as ever from a big lovely sudsy bath. <laughs> I'm oh, Gavin. It's so warm in here. I am Philip. Oh god, I love being in this lovely bath with you. Topping and tailing mm-hmm. in the holes. How come I always get the end of the taps though? Oh, you, well, you know what I say, Phil, taps off. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be a bath then, would it? It'd no. Cobb room style tin bath. <laughs> tin bath. That's our next upgrade. Games. Before that? No. Okay. Before that, how are you? I'm how really the good. Devil, are you? I'm really good. I'm high energy at the moment. Mm-hmm. Pretty high energy. It's a long weekend. We're recording this on Friday night before mm-hmm. the bank holiday weekend. Indeed. Whoa! Supernatural activity. Yep, that's a cat opening the door by himself. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought it was supernatural act. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, what have you got planned for the bank holiday weekend? Bank holiday weekend. I'm going to record Glasgow's number one gaming podcast and best in the West. Nature League. Nature and then tomorrow I'm going to be hungover. Yes. Because after this we're going to probably have a barbecue and then drink. Oh, it's without a doubt we're having the barbecue. The coals are already warming oh, as we wait. speak. Can't and wait the for chicken those. is marinada. Those chicken wings look so nice. Um, and then Saturday I will be going home to have laughs on Singstar. Yeah. Uh, with my good lady. And then. And it's the summer of Singstar. Have you got a summer of Singstar update? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will later though. Yeah. To the power of editing. Excellent. Um, Good stuff. Are you okay though? I am. Um, do you know what? Hmm. It's been a difficult week. Has it really? No, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> I'm off on next week. I we were going to get something interesting out of no, you. No, right? absolutely nothing. For once, I was going to get something interesting out of you. How about we discuss what happened last weekend? The biggest thing to hit most of yeah. your, I mean, most of our fans, uh-huh. our rabid fan base, from are Europe. from the European islands. Uh, so Eurovision uh-huh. hit down live from Sweden. The Eurovision Song Contest. Um, yeah, it was really good. We attended the Eurovision party. We did. Now, it doesn't sound... Uh, when you say Eurovision party, mm. the first thing you imagine is... People dressed up from different countries and well, foods from around the globe. Uh-huh, and, you know, like everyone's in a festive spirit. I, we we had, had Tenants Lager. Tenants Lager. And Tesco Brownies. Brownies. To be fair, though, mm. it was still amazing. It was a really good night. The Eurovision Velvet Glove. always is a good night. The Velvet Glove put on a spread. He put on nachos, ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all watched it, we had bets on. Yeah. It was just a sure. great night, and you know, I didn't believe that the winners deserve to win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the winners are on SingStar. I was looking yeah. through Summer SingStar tie in. Okay. Yeah, I was looking through the, the SingStar uh, Eurovision collection, which basically means any song that's on there from that's Eurovision past and present uh, is reduced. Mm-hmm. That's good. So Alexander Ryback. Yep. Yeah. Some more pence. Uh, but some of the new songs from Eurovision are already on there. Okay. Including the winner. And that song with the lassie who's getting married that kept saying, I fuck you, I fuck, I fuck you, you, I fuck you. Uh, that's on. Oh, nice. Yeah, we should so definitely I'm, get that. I think I might purchase that. That's a good one to get. I think Alexander. It's the one that ended with a controversial lesbian kiss. Oh, God, like Cashew. <laughs> like Tatao. Man, I mean, you know in your heart hearts that Eurovision is bullshit, but that's kind of why I like it. It's fun. Yeah. There's a sense of fun around it. You don't get the usual big, these big scripted events what's sad about it is that now that everything just kind of sounds like kind of Katy Perry pop or mm. you know a ballad yeah. it means that there's none of the kind of uh, you don't get a hint of the country coming yeah. through there's no style or heritage yeah. coming through with it which I think is slightly lacking I think there might be a return to that in the future there was only like one or two songs that were Eurovision yes. like you could tell was a Eurovision song Yeah. and other ones were just you know like pop songs and stuff like mm. our Bonnie Tyler was just fucking rank but she was our Bonnie Tyler Ugh. Nah, yeah. she was pretty bad it was like watching your drunk aunt try to battle her way through 
A heart attack? <laughs> Speaking of summer though, uh-huh. it is beautiful summertime, sun's beaming down outside. For some pims. Barbecue coals are on the go. Yep. It's time for the summer guest cast exploration. Indeed, the Geshcast road trip. Kicking off on uh, Wednesday slash Thursday, mm-hmm. we're heading off to the international city of Amsterdam. Which is where, Philip? It is in the Netherlands. Netherlands. Uh, are you looking forward to that? I really, really am. We're going for a wedding yes. of very close personal friends. Of yours. Of mine. <laughs> and friends of yours. Friends of mine. By proxy. Yes, by proxy. Uh, I am best manning it. I know. God, I'm, I, I have not wait. written a speech yet. I cannot wait to see... I'm dreading the point when I get up to do my speech and I'll pan the room and I'll lock eyes with you and I know you're going to do that face from the uh, <laughs> Nightwish video. <laughs> yes. All right. Just a, just a tiny gesture uh-huh. that'll be enough to completely stop me from doing what I'm doing. I will be in the toilet. Then yeah. I will, as soon as they say, like, and can you just get the best man? I will turn up, turn on my well, heel that's and walk it. My duties include kind of introducing the speeches portion mm-hmm. of the night. So I, I will be the first to stand up and say something. Yeah. So there won't be any form of introduction. I'll just be like, do, 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 ladies and gents. What happens if you do that, though, and nobody turns around and you keep trying to get their attention all night and no one's ignoring you? a proper diva strop. <laughs> and no mistake, I will literally shatter a glass. Like everybody see when Phil tries to get attention, just ignore them. <laughs> It'll be like an episode of Made in Chelsea. I will, I will decimate that party for my own good. Should we maybe take a wee derail here to talk about Made in Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? We both found out about Made in Chelsea fairly recently. In the last two weeks, I think we were just waiting on something coming on TV or something. We were just looking for something. We needed something new. And we went, Made in Chelsea's on, let's watch that. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. And now we've since gone back, rewatched what I've, it's I've now. watched, I'm on the third series now. Mm-hmm. I think you're like on what? I am on the third, but nearer to the end. How would you describe Made in Chelsea? It's like a, it's a weird form of, it's like a drama Yes. But it's also done in such a way... It's, I mean, these are real people mm-hmm. with real relationships. It's like it's like a British version of The Hills or something like that. Yeah, it's done in such a way that you think... Dramatic realism. Yeah, it's some scenes are staged for your entertainment. And boy, are they. Oh, God. My entertainment's been through the roof. Each one of them is so beautiful <laughs> or, you know, retardedly rich uh-huh. and... Or useless. Aye, you can't help but love every one of them because mm. they're so unlovable in a way. Yeah, totally dragged into each one of their lives. I absolutely love it. Like, my missus slags me to bits for it. Mm. She'll say, like, you know, she'll come up with, I won't say it on the show, but she calls me some pretty derogatory things <laughs> <laughs> about watching that show. And I can't really blame her because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know when you're watching it, you know it's not for you necessarily yeah. but, but still, still when you're watching it and at times you'll let out an audible gasp mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> like a few so that's good TV it can grab you by the balls enough to make you go <gasps> it has me by the balls at the moment mm. I can't wait to get into the later series oh can't wait to see what happens <laughs> as we lose tagging. the respect of all of our listeners like we had any uh Yes, oh, I've got a big surprise for you, Gavin. Yes, you mentioned a surprise. We are going to E3. Oh! <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I put in four competition entries on the Sony site to get us a place at E3 with flights. Okay. So it's pretty much sorted. So you need to I thought for a, I thought for a second you'd kept this from me because you'd won a competition. No. you just entered the competition. <laughs> right, right, okay. But, okay. you know, it's pretty much the writing's on the wall. I, I entered four times. Well, statistically, yeah. then you're guaranteed a win, aren't you? Aye. With four entries. Yeah, absolutely. Then, it was off some Sony link that I got sent and you had to answer, like, five questions, but dead fast. All right. I don't know if the actual uh, speed 
works for anything other than just making you actually go through the process right, rather than yeah. just ignoring it as another email in your inbox. Mm-hmm. But I answered those questions so fast. Oh, yeah, good. I googled the answers first. <laughs> the first question was like, when did the PS1 debut at E3? Oh god, nineteen ninety six. Ninety five, mate. Motherfucker! I would not be going to I put in ninety four in the first one. And then Googled it and found out it was ninety five. Oh, I've wasted an email address. Oh god. I've wasted it. Luckily there's about five guest cast ones I can use. <laughs> when did I play Jump and Flash on in Comet? <laughs> <laughs> not when it was uh, who cares? Mm. We'll be living the high life. I'm really looking for Flights over, full hotel, full board. As much as we want to eat and drink. <laughs> That's the most important. <laughs> they got wrecked and they put on a stone. Mm, mm-hmm. I put in a, speaking of competitions, I put in a competition for to go into TNA Wrestling's live event. Oh, amazing. At the Scottish Hydro? No, no, in, in, in the United States of America. Uh, hopefully then you're going to reciprocate my generous offer of taking you to E3 That's by taking me to that. It was very nice of you to offer that, I must say. Anyway, next. <laughs> that was my big surprise. Who else would, who else would I take, anyway? True enough. My missus. I know. Louise will kick up stink if I actually did win it. <laughs> but I'd just be like, well, it's business. It's business. It's business up there. official business. In fact, I'd be like, oh, we got asked to go. <laughs> <laughs> what you have to say is you have to go. Still haven't actually heard back from Eurogamer to see if we're going no. to do that yet. Have like, you even applied for that? No. Gavin. You have to just say to Louisa, listen, baby, this is business, mm. but let me get down to pleasure. <laughs> Why don't we kick on then? Okay. Enough jibber jabbing. Yeah, people have probably turned off by now. Enough John. Let's get into Nizu's. Now. I like the Pope. The Pope plays games. <laughs> 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 What's the news? Well, the latest from Vatican City, right? It's the. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know where to go with that. I know. Um, <laughs> Right, news, right? Yeah. Not necessarily news, per se. <laughs> news for you or news for the general news public? News for me. I only care about you. I don't give a shit about exactly. the rest of the world. I finally cracked and bought an Xbox Live Gold subscription. How long have you been going without? About five months. Yeesh. And that's why I didn't turn on the Xbox. Ah, yeesh kebab. See, once you've bought that subscription, mm. you need to play it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> You're wasting money if you don't. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I started playing Halo 4 uh-huh. again with my little brother. Uh-huh. Having a great time with that. Having him completely school me in every which way, like showing me things that I didn't actually think were possible. Yeah. In games. Showing you a new way of life. Aye, just like in games where you're like, it's like a sort of a. Do you ever play the flood mode? Mm. If you know what flood mode is, you're essentially. It's, is that it's when like, people come at you? It's like when you shoot guys. <laughs> aye, you're, like, you're all. You're like, there'll be one person who's infected, and then when you kill someone, they become infected, and so on and so forth, until mm. there's nobody left. My wee brother will just, like, find a spot that no one can get him, like, up a fucking tower that you shouldn't be able to get Glitch to. using wee bastard. Aye, but still. Aye, like, no, fair you, enough. Fair play to him. How you, what, how do you, what? <laughs> but, um, aye, so, it, but it makes such a difference being able to access everything on the console. Yeah. And it's a shite thing that you have to pay for that, but it makes it feel like a full big experience, which makes, in my opinion, better than the play, what the PlayStation offers. Uh-huh. We're going to get into this when we'll, it comes we'll to, uh, to, to what is effectively the <laughs> next subject. Well, that's exactly it, Phil. All our news flows into each other. Yeah, it's, month. Ah, it's like a, 
a river. It's like the digestive system of the human centipede. Yeah. <laughs> so get ready, listeners. I just crap in your mouth, get ready to chew. Exactly. Uh-huh. Maybe you won't even need to by the time my digestive system has taken it. Exactly, you'll just be slurping up like slurry. We're taking it like through the eye of the needle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Phil, tell everyone what the biggest news was this week. This week we were treated yes. to it was the a... next iteration of the Xbox console gaming device. Yep, that's the name they chose. That's what they're calling it. Weird. Or Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Or, as it actually is in the console, just Xbox. Yeah. Like, you're just going to say, oh, I'm playing Xbox. I assume like that, that because of the Xbox, when you say to the Kinect, like, Xbox. Xbox. And... Don't, because you'll be switching on my TV. <laughs> you won't actually, because you can't do that. Mm. But you can with the Xbox One. <laughs> um, I assumed that they would have just went with Xbox. Yeah. But they went with Xbox One, which is what I called the Xbox One. Like the original Xbox. <laughs> oh, they didn't even fucking call you, did they? Did you have like, an Xbox One? Are you alright with us? But the thing is, like, if I said, "Did you used to have an X? Did you have an Xbox One?" Mm-hmm. Years from now. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't be like, "What the original Xbox?" Or it's a very. Or the Xbox One. I think it's kind of masked under an idea of relaunching it, and it's relaunching it as a platform and a gaming system it's no longer you know kind of tied to uh, 360 which was not a choice in the first place yeah yeah but it's more of a sense of this is your this is all in one mm-hmm. this is your complete entertainment yeah, everything package. in one package i said to my, my little brother doesn't get his news from anywhere other than the guest cast service mm. um and i said to him new xbox is announced it's called the xbox one and he's 13 years old text me back uh, that's a bit of a stupid name and I was like, well, you think about it, the Wii yeah. was the most successful thing. Yeah, um, and everybody made fun of the name. Ex- everybody. everybody. Same with uh, even the 360. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. What, does it, what does the Xbox 360 mean? Yeah. Nothing. So Xbox One, fine. It doesn't matter what you call a games console. No, these things are always popped out there. When the yeah. Xbox 360 was coming out, it's because they couldn't have the PlayStation 3 come out and the Xbox 2 come out, mm-hmm. because three's better than 2. Yeah. Straight off the bat, you're, you know, second runner. Yeah. Uh, so so what, what did we see? What did we see? Well, well what didn't we see? <laughs> Fucking games. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first thing they did, right, next Xbox, and Microsoft did this for a week or so beforehand, if not more. They said, we're going to be a two-stage launch. Mm-hmm. This is going to show you the console yep. and what it can do. And we're going to show you the games at E3. Fair enough. They started up their feed and they did a live thing on the Xbox and other websites uh, covered it. They had these two weird scarecrow people at the start of it going, welcome to the show and we're going to go right down to the floor. But remember, essentially, paraphrasing here, but this is a two-stage thing. We're going to show you the games later, more or less. We'll show you something. But just remember... You're not going to see under the skirt. You're just going to get a launch of the console. (laughs) We're, We're coming back at E3. Don't don't be too don't get too excited. We're not gonna tell you if it's always on. And then <laughs> by the end of this whole presentation that we're gonna talk about, well they didn't even show the fucking games. Ah, oh, there was a lot. Where's the games? Ah, there was a lot of backlash yeah. off the back of it. I missed the actual uh presentation because I was away, but I saw the backlash before I saw it. Uh-huh. And like you say, it was just everybody going on. They've not said if it's always on, they've not said yeah. if you play use games on it and I mean later on they kind of did yeah. break and actually yeah. say things like that but yeah the biggest thing was where's the games Again, but it's, it's almost like a complete contradiction to the way Sony came out mm-hmm. and said here's the games Yeah, 
not showing you the console. I'm not showing you the console. I think Xbox one, console. I think that's very calculated, though. The Absolutely. Point. What did people moan about the PlayStation thing for? Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't show the console. Mm-hmm. Let's show that first. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's. I don't know, it's because it's one of these things you comment on society, but it is wanting everything at once. All the information, all the details at once. Nobody wants to be teased anymore. Mm-hmm. No one wants to get fucking the, their balls tickled a wee bit. Nobody's interested. Ah, uh, like instantaneous nature. I like uh, this. Is thing's not coming out for months. It's okay to get excited about stuff. Aye. Yeah, this we've got at least six months before this thing comes out, and what we, it's like the PlayStation event. Since that happened, yeah. what have we heard about PlayStation? Really, yeah. Aye. fucking nothing. And ultimately, you're not going to make a decision until you've seen both of them. No, and you've seen both of them running, and one of your pals got one. Aye, and that's, that's probably the one I'm going to get. Well, I'm counting on you here. Come on. Aye. <laughs> well, I was thinking uh, I may end up getting the other one. Yeah. Well, console was. <laughs> what we did see was the actual unit itself. Yeah, the big crazy shoebox. I like it. It's nice. Aesthetically, it's very sleek, black, mm-hmm. yeah. understated, simple mm-hmm. design. It, it looks it's more just in line square. with entertainment. The best comment that I saw online was yeah. people saying, it looks like a VHS player. <laughs> and you're like, Everything looks like a fucking VHS <laughs> player. My Skybox looks like one. Aye. My Virgin Box looks like one. My Xbox looks like one. <laughs> none, of, none of it looks like it should be out of place. Like, all of it. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily look like a games console, mm-hmm. but you can tell it's an Xbox, you it's know? possibly the most discreet piece of technology that I've seen Slot in a long time. It's pretty time. big, though, when yeah. they've shown how big it was, but still, it's all going into the same unit. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Once you plug that in, who cares what it looks like? You saw the new Connect. The new Connect, which is in similar style, very square, angular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed it was also constructed to sit on top of your television. Yeah. It has lips on either end mm-hmm. to actually kind of, you know, sit on your TV without yeah. falling off constantly. Aye, as the current one does. I'm interested in, we'll get into what the Connect things do. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like it's a 1080p. Uh, mm-hmm. Camera, much clearer. It can read so much more movement. It can read your heartbeat. Apparently, six people, six people individually. I mean, just being able to, the recognition is so much better now that it'll recognise who you are and what pad you're holding, mm-hmm. and you can that'll get rid of any of this login process if everyone's got different accounts. You don't have to worry about logging into your account. It'll just go, oh, that's Gav. Hiya. How you doing, pal? All right, Gav, how you are? I'm like, oh, God, Xbox. Everything Dear Xbox. say is to be taken with a pinch of salt because oh, the yeah. last Connect was supposed to do this pitch and yeah. just didn't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't if, think if they get it right, great. Yeah, I don't think that they... And here, the good thing is they didn't promise the Earth with the Connect. There was voice activation and recognition. Yes. They were promising. It wasn't like in the first Connect, they were like, a world with the, like, your actual living room would drop away. <laughs> I'm swimming through the water. I can actually yeah. feel wet. <laughs> but, yes, um, most important thing to take away from the Connect, purely and simply, is the fact you can switch on your Xbox by saying Xbox on. Yes, you can just get Xbox on. Yes, the, which is all you ever want. The good thing about that is that it's easy. The mm-hmm. bad thing about that is if, let's say, I'm around here and you're trying to find something online and I go, Xbox, off. <laughs> and you're like, fucking... Stop it. Stop it. Aye. I'm actually serious. Can you stop it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, There's um, a lot of guff about how... What else? Like, the controller. We'll, get, we'll do yeah, that. Yeah, of course, the controller, yeah. The controller is a re- sort of a refinement of the yes. current controller. Differences seem to be... From what I've read and what I saw, there's kind of uh, texturing to the, the thumbsticks. The thumbsticks, yeah, they have a sort of a texture to them. The actual Xbox button is higher up. It's more up the top of the pad than it is in the middle. Yeah. 
Um, so you don't accidentally hit it every time you try to press start. Yeah. It's like like you say, it's a refinement yeah. on and the last Xbox pad is great. Yeah. So a refinement on that. I'm kinda perfect. almost glad in a way that they didn't go because everyone was expecting uh I've seen people expecting a similar thing to the Wii U or yeah. the PlayStation controller which is have a touch screen or a video yeah. screen in the middle. And they didn't, they just went we don't need it because we've got Connect. Connect is so robust. We've got Connect and we've got Surface or whatever it's called. Uh, smart Glass. Uh, smart Glass. Yeah. We don't uh, actually any need touch this. touch input is there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was one of the things that they, sh- they showed that. They showed the... Again, really sleek, kind of black, glossy looking yeah. thing. Oh, the only colour on the pads and the actual buttons, which mm-hmm. I like as well. Yeah, it's, not, it's really nice. Like, it, it's... One of the things they said that about the the new one is they won't be able to use the old pads. Yeah. And I do not mind because those new pads look lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. They showed all. They did the kind of specs of the console, how powerful it is. It's just powerful. That's all I need to. Know. Well, it's not just powerful without going into any, any detail. Because who cares? It's basically the same as PS4. Hmm. There's no longer. For all intents and purposes, I. For all there was supposed to be this massive hardware distinction between hmm. the PS3 and the Xbox 360 that never really came to pass. No. Because nobody could fucking use or develop for the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, you never saw anything that made you go. Oh, Whoa, this is so much oh better. My God. Uh, it basically. I, as well, it kind of raises the question for me: mm-hmm. Was there some discussion between the two companies? Was to say we should. This is the level we're going to put out at. Yeah. And the next thing we'll put out at this level to stop there being a massive distinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it makes it doesn't. I, make, that argument doesn't make sense in terms that one person would want to be slightly better. Yeah. But I don't. Th- but at this point, Xbox had the opportunity to fuck PlayStation over completely. Mm-hmm. They've got far more money than Sony does. Sony's yeah. effectively going down the pan. They, the they could easily have went down a route. They could calculate yeah. it and said, "Right, double it." Yeah, uh-huh. it out. I think at this point, it's not so much even what the br- it's it's the brands against each other more mm-hmm. than it is the consoles. It opens up the when somebody's developing a game. If there's not a massive distinction between two consoles, it eliminates the need to choose one mm-hmm. and aim for it. Yeah. You choose both. Yeah, and if you want. Every game on your console, you want people who are develop who would have developed for just one to develop on yours as well. Yeah, it's not to say like I, I would have developed this on PlayStation if it wasn't so hard to develop for. Yes, and apparently the new PlayStation Four is a dream to develop for, mm-hmm. so that's good. But um, I think now more than ever, it's not about what the consoles can do; it's about whether you're an Xbox guy or a PlayStation guy. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. There doesn't seem to be a huge. We'll get into this, but there doesn't seem to be a huge reason to pick one over the other right now. No. And it's going to be the games. It's going to come down to what. What. What games do you want? Yes, absolutely. What can In you provide the other guy can't? Exclusives. There wasn't a whole lot to be seen. No. Other than the hash you'd expect. They promised. They said what fifteen type fifteen exclusives. Yes. Eight of which are going to be new IPs, completely new yes. properties, which is cool. Uh-huh. I mean, when you think about it, fifteen exclusive titles. So that's at least one exclusive title a month. Uh huh. You don't know what those will be. They could be anything. And you don't know if they're timed exclusives. Yeah, and you don't know whether they could. I mean, they could be stuff you have no interest in. It could be the next ten EA Sports games that we couldn't give a crap about. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, you're kind of up against it with that. Um, exclusive Hannah Montana games. Aye, exactly. Barbie Horse Adventures, which sounds pretty. Say what? Aye, say what? <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, there's got a. Standard Xbox One, uh, 500 gig hard drive. Yes, that's a little worrying. 500 gig's not that big, especially yeah. going forwards. I don't know if it's going to be... A, I mean, I know I've only had my new Xbox 500 gig. I know it's a different leap again, but yeah. 
I'm nowhere near that 500 gig level on my Xbox currently. I'm, I don't come even past 50 gig and I use it pretty heavily. Yeah. Uh, my PlayStation, I've gone over five, well, not gone over because it's only 500 gig, but yeah. I've, I've reached capacity twice. Yeah. And I've had to go back and delete it all. That's something they should both address. One of the things. Getting rid of stuff. I think <laughs> technically you should. The problem with things like PlayStation and that is that when you stop playing a game, you get rid of a game. Mm-hmm. That install data is still there and it's a. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, a cunt to get rid of. You have to go in, you have to select all this crap, and you have to. I mean, on the PlayStation, there's three separate folders you have to go into to completely eradicate a game from your system. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're talking, in some cases, gigs worth of data. Yeah. And it's a pain in the arse to get rid of. Absolutely. And you think there must be an easier way to manage this. At least even give me the option to select more than one thing at a time before I delete it. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's it's wild. But things that they kind of focused on, let's say, in terms of what they were showing off, it was the idea of it being an entertainment console. Yeah. And people have done this in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of it was kind of retreading old ground. Yeah. Like the Xbox is going to give you games, mm-hmm. music, movies, television. Yeah. Main difference being that. With this, you'd ideally plug either your cable uh, for your cable box. Yeah. Come out your cable box and go straight into the Xbox. Yeah. Or your HDMI out your Sky box and go straight into that. Yeah. I'm saying cable and Sky because we're in the UK, mm-hmm. but there's no guarantee at this point that either are going to work with it. No, well, it's absolutely. Not. I mean, one of the things we'll come up to, but there was a lot of things about the partnerships, and it was between things like NFL, uh, ESPN. Yeah. Um, there was a TV Guide thing. And they all they came out after showing this, going, well, that's not really going to be in the UK. Yeah. And that, I mean, that, I don't care about any of that stuff. Yes. I don't care about the ESPN link or being able to bring up my fantasy football. Did you Did you watch the thing after it, the, the live no. fucking thing? They showed... The live fucking thing. The live fucking thing. They showed the the new things that come up. Like, you if you'll see you've got a fantasy basketball team. Yeah. You can be watching the game and say... Xbox, bring up my my fantasy team, and your fantasy team stats will come up. Yeah, and the crowd went fucking wild for it. Fantasy teams are huge. Wild, absolutely huge. I couldn't. I actually yeah. couldn't. I know they had. Uh, apparently, they had like a lot of employees. Yes. To do hooting and hollering, which I'd expect, but the crowd went nuts for it. Uh-huh. You think that's crazy? That is, to me? that is massive in America. And it, it shows the baseball and fantasy. Hockey and stuff like that. It's yeah. huge. It shows the differences in culture between us. Mm. Still, we like to think we're the same in terms of our cultures, but we're really not. When it comes to things we can get excited about on a global product, yeah, there will be things, I'm sure, they're developing for us. Well, I think Microsoft know what their base is. Even the timing of this event was, I think, what time did it air over here? Six o'clock. Six o'clock, fair enough. But Japan, mm-hmm. the other massive Aye, market... In the morning or something, Aye, a ridiculous time more. No, well, no. They've just realised we're, we're fucked in we're Japan. Fine. <laughs> just concentrate in America, do really well there, yeah. and we're fine. It's one of these kind of. I mean, I watched the, uh, I watched it on Polygon because I tried to watch it on, the Xbox. I mm. thought that's the optimal way to show it, and it looked like shit. Right. So I was yeah. like, I watched it on my iPad on Polygon, crisp clear. Right. And it had Justin McElroy on it. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, server upgrades. Yeah. The other thing that they mentioned was for Xbox Live for the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. They're going from like what is it, fifteen thousand to something like three hundred thousand yeah, servers. servers. That's crazy. Aye. We're saying it's like more than, like, what was it against, like, more computing power than the world had in 1999 or something like that? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What did you, what did you like about the whole thing? What I liked was, the same with the PlayStation thing, the immediacy of it. Mm. It's not, 
I don't think games are going to make the, the leap this generation. They'll look better. Aye. They'll maybe give people a bit more scope to what they can do. You, know, you can have a thousand dragons instead of a hundred dragons. Yeah. You know, how, you the know, dragon scale. The dragon scale, exactly. The dragon scale, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to see necessarily the leap this year, this, this generation. So what I'm looking for is the bullshit around the games. As we yeah. said with the PlayStation 4 to disappear, I want to be able to turn on a game and have come on instantly. I want to be able to switch to other things without waiting for them to come up. I want to go to the store without waiting a minute. Yeah. Aye. See, if they get rid of all that, great. Well, this did say it's going to have kind of instantaneous app switching. Yeah. Uh, some of the kind of processing power is going to be shifted to the cloud mm-hmm. so the console itself can concentrate more on actual core processing. All this kind of bollocks that, again, will we see a result of? Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm not entirely sure. See the but... thought of playing a game and going... Xbox, go to Internet Explorer because something's popped into your head. Yeah. Go to Internet Explorer and, or even just turning the console off and coming back to the game exactly where you left it. Yeah, brilliant. That would completely get rid of the the biggest, my biggest hatred of all time in games is I'm finished playing my game and I go to save it or I go to quit and it goes, are you sure you want to quit? Because you'll lose the, the data yeah. that you had and you go, well, what, what motherfucker going to tell me where that data was? Where did I save? Aye. Help me out here. Tell me at least show me a picture. Here, here's where you were when you last saved. But they don't do it. Mm-hmm. So now, if that can get rid of that, then that's one of my biggest bugbears in gaming out the Bonds window. Bonds Fucking, I've won a watch. You have indeed. Things people really beefed on about and they kind of addressed mm-hmm. was the fact that the Xbox One will no longer be backwards compatible with any Xbox 360 game discs. Game discs, I don't care. Once you've bought a new console, you don't give a shit about the last console. I don't care what yeah. anybody says. I've Your Xbox 360 doesn't he fucking turn to ash <laughs> the moment you buy an Xbox One. No. Grow up. I don't <laughs> particularly... I'll, I mean, perfect example, right? I've got... I've had an Xbox for about... Well, since July. Mm. And I've loved it, and I've spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. In terms of games, usually mostly arcade games. I have bought four disc games. Yeah. Since that, I don't know what at the tail end of the fucking generation yeah. and that, but still, I have currently one disc yeah. on my Xbox, and that's for Halo 4. Aye. And I guarantee there'll be something for the Xbox uh, One that I'll like better than that. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, thinking back purely personally about console games that you'll go back and play is Mario Golf, Donkey Konga, Aye. Time Splitters, GameCube. Aye. And those <laughs> times. I only want to play those on the GameCube. Yeah. I don't want to play them on the Wii U. No. I want to play them on the GameCube, so I'm quite happy to get the GameCube back out of the cupboard, plug it in, it takes two seconds, and I'm playing it again. Because the GameCube's amazing. Do you think, though... And like the, a brick, it will not die. It will never die. The, do you think when... Now that things are getting easier and easier and easier... Yeah. Because, like, when you had the, 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 like the Mega Drive, mm-hmm. or, the, or the GameCube, when you stuck a GameCube game in, it went... Bump and you're playing the game. Aye. When you get to like the 360 and PlayStation, there's a lot of waiting about. Yeah. And there's a lot of fanning around. Well, there's a patch for that. And oh, there's a lot of things on. like that. Do you think that when you'll see you keep your 360 and you put it in the cupboard and you go, you know what, I do fancy a game of, uh, I don't know, Dark Souls. Yeah. Try to think of a game from this generation and couldn't they? Dark Souls. Um, and you bring it out and you plug it all in and you put it into the thing and you, you get the disc out and you put it in and you turn it on and you're like, oh, <laughs> I can't be fucked with things have been made so easy yeah once you're used to a game switching on instantly yeah I don't know if you can go back no 
Absolutely. Well, it's the same with anything. Like people are like, oh, you should really play Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll put on Shadow of the Colossus, even the HD remake on yeah. the PlayStation Three, and go. It's a fucking PlayStation Two game. Uh, I don't want to play a PlayStation Two game anymore. It's my favourite game of all time, yeah. but even I can't really go back to it. No. No. Who cares? I'm and, past that. Right. Uh, the other thing was used games. Yes. This oh. wasn't instantly addressed at the thing. No. But it was addressed later on in kind mm-hmm. of interviews and stuff like that. The idea that used games well games when you buy them will be kind of tied to your account mm-hmm. if you buy a used game you'll have to pay a small fee yeah again huge backlash to it yeah and again grow up one of the things <laughs> I think that I don't know if it's I don't listen to any other gaming podcasts except Geshcast Geshcast right. so I don't really know how rational actual other other people are yeah when they come to this but I think we've we've never had that problem yeah. We've never seen it. We, even, as, a, as a show, have never had a problem with being charged for buying a second-hand game. Yes. Because I think, I mean, why wouldn't I have to? Because yeah, what, what, publishers don't have any like loyalty to us in no. terms of, they're there to make money. And if we buy a second-hand game, they get no cut of that. So why shouldn't they charge us for in it? In an ideal world, right, at the moment, uh, you buy a used game, the only person that profits out of that is Game Game mm-hmm. Station, whoever yeah. you're buying it from. Ideal world, next generation. Our buggers are so put off by this mm-hmm. that Game Station and Game have to reduce their price on used price games yeah. to a reasonable level, mm-hmm. and then you pay a fee to the actual buggers who made it, yeah. rather than the idiots who are selling it. Uh-huh. No, no, I completely agree. I think they would have to really, like, sub- you have to be subsidised in a way. Um, you're, the only reason to buy a used game is because you can't or will or refuse to pay for the the yeah, full, the full yeah. price. Aye. Uh, that's the only reason you have. Aye. You know, so really, you've either got to be subsidised or in some way given something to make it. I think the it's, it's like the argument that people are always putting in about the cinema. You're sitting in the pictures, right? And there's all these constant adverts yeah. telling you that the pictures are dying and piracy is a complete crime yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, don't stop going to the pictures yeah. even though you're sitting in the pictures. Oh, you're in if the you love pictures. games and you play games, why wouldn't you happy be happy to support games? Yeah, you support you, you support the medium. Yeah. That's the thing you if see. If you want the studio to keep making stuff, give them some cash. You see it ev- where every single piece of entertainment is... Is evolving from cinema to comics to yeah. whatever TV there was subscriptions to that Netflix and the like if you like a brand you have to support it and you have to pay for it yeah Even, it's your responsibility yeah I mean there's going to be a point where if they're bleeding you dry yes but again stop getting the money <laughs> it's com- the ball's completely in your court if you don't want to buy it don't buy it if you do want to buy it give them some money in terms of uh, how it was kind of received one of the main complaints was about the Kinect being always on and a, a, a requirement for the console yeah. I don't want it watching me Do you, does that bother you? nope are you one of these people have you got a Kinect for your Xbox? I did I don't anymore I've just been connected to it and I switched on my Xbox and I give not a second thought as far as I'm aware it's, it's not always on anyway I don't understand what the complaint is I, I'll tell you what though I won't have a light in front of it no. I will not jerk off in front of that Xbox. No. If it's on, I will move to that bedroom. I have <laughs> no such qualms. No. I I think and you know, it was like when I when I first when I got my hamster when I was like fourteen. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't in front of him and no. I had to put a towel over his cage. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite an image. Yeah. 
<laughs> just a confused hamster in, the... in darkness like what's going on uh, right well then games that were kind of confirmed for it yeah Assassin's Creed 4 Ugh. Black Flag uh, Battlefield 4 Call of Duty Ghosts Destiny mm. uh, FIFA 14 Forza Motorsport 5 mm-hmm. Madden NFL 25 mm-hmm. believe that NBA Live 14 Quantum Break Rise mm-hmm. Thief a UFC game and Watch Dogs. Oh, name one game out of that. Right, the interesting thing that I was thinking about was initially there was all this fuss coming out when I think it was Zavi came out with a kind of price point and a release date yeah. before anybody else did. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's going to be November mm-hmm. and it's going to be 3 Yeah. And everyone went, <gasps> November and it's right. going to be 3 But I think both of them, both Sony and Xbox, are going to aim for. It not to be such a big deal. Yeah. They don't want it to be like, oh, you've got weight off. I'm going to get that for my Christmas. Uh-huh. I'm going to get that for that. Yeah. If you can make it as as seamless a transition as possible. Yeah. For I used to play it on my Xbox 360. Now I play it on my Xbox One. I think they have to show what is. Not so much look what this can do, but how this is better. Yes. And say like, look, look how much cooler this is. Look, imagine being like Xbox on and it comes on. Imagine being like TV and it turns to TV. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with your Xbox now, can you? Because it's not like the games are wowing you in terms of what they can do these days or how different they are. The Call of Duty is going to play like Call of Duty, no yeah. matter. I think how again, there just isn't that leap. No, graphically, so that's, or that's what excites know, me. Though wise. excites me is the difference in the how how simple it all is and the lack of the nuts aye it's as somebody that's been playing and appreciating games for this long to see the the art form of it become so tight yes and probably 10 years from now people will probably be like ha they thought that was fucking yeah they thought that was the best but there's there's no kind of 16 bit element to it it's just this is Aye. This is your new Xbox go and buy one and then get the next game you were planning to get anyway it'll look better and it'll play better Right, just, get it. It. just get it and fucking shut up Aye, basically, <laughs> which again is fine <laughs> I'm happy with this as it, as long as they tighten stuff up oh the um, the other thing that I thought was interesting yes brag clips mm. oh no fuck, I got a genuine fright there your message just appeared at the window <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god <laughs> she did prick you mm. uh, yeah carry on mm. what, what was it they have brag clips essentially from online mm. Uh, they have a streaming service, this cloud-based streaming service, and is that in the Xbox as well? In yeah. the Xbox as well, yeah. Oh, good. They are. The, what they're saying was that the cloud will, in some games, perhaps do some of the stuff in the background for you, yeah. so that it leaves the console a bit of more space to breathe and do whatever it you know, needs to do. Do what it needs to do. Yeah. But yeah, same essentially as brag clips on the Xbox. You can share your last whatever amount. Interesting enough, because. Although, like, in the past, we've kind of made fun of how enamoured we were at first with online. Mm. However, one of the things that made it so impressive at the time yeah. was the Brad Clips. Uh-huh. That's one of the things we took away from and yep. said, this is the future yep. of games. And now everybody's using it. It's, it was, it, Once again, Gavin, we were fucking right. We were right. We were right to get on that sinking ship. <laughs> but the, um, yeah, so that, that, that's one of the things that interested me. I, the, the, I still like on life. Yeah, I never use it. But I, I like it. mine on recently just so I didn't lose my credentials. <laughs> Couldn't give a shit now, <laughs> but um, yeah. So they showed things like um, like they showed a, a big bit at the end of it on Call of Duty Ghosts. Yeah. 
which again looks fine. Mm-hmm. Looks like Call of Duty game. Looks like Call of Duty game. The dugs look so good in it though. Mm. Wait till you see the Alsatian they've got in it. Right. Um, aye, good. It showed how the arms can look hairier. Yeah. Great. Um, then. Ugh, that's well, disgusting. I know. Earlier on <laughs> in the show, one of the things we didn't really pick up on is they made a big deal of it. And I guess it is a big deal. Right. Is that they're going to be producing a Halo TV series. Oh, yeah, with Spielberg with at the With Steven hell. Spielberg. Yeah. That's a pretty big thing. That is pretty good. I'll watch that. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch Steven it. Steven Spielberg huh? could take a shit and I'd watch it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, would you? Yeah. Yeah, totally, man. On subscription. Guy's a genius. Like, every time? Huh? Like, you get a message through on your phone and it's like... Time to watch. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the pan. Sitting like that old Marilyn Manson poster. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it differently every time. Like, one time it would be The Thinker. Yeah. Next time Marilyn Manson. Except it would be The Stinker. <laughs> Ain't I a stinker, you see? <laughs> Get in touch with the Spielberg if you need any help. Uh, yeah, so that in a nutshell was the Xbox One, unless you've got anything else, Dan? Yeah, I mean, uh, not so much in the actual thing. It was, I mean, the reaction to it is. I, get, I think we get annoyed at the reaction more than anything. Mm. But I think people need to realise this wasn't E3. Yeah. You used to get all the stuff, you used to get everything at E3. Yeah. And now you're getting stuff before E3, mm-hmm. and they're still moaning about it. Where was the games? Yeah, well, fucking shut up. Who plays games anymore, anyway? Exactly. Fucking hell. Watch telly. All, all, all it really needs to do is have voice control on porno lookup. <laughs> X hamster, Xbox, X hamster, and not confuse the two. Ah, exactly. You know, like, <laughs> like an X hamster, like, a, like this is an X parrot. <laughs> But, I mean, the console itself is cool enough to warrant this exposure on its own mm-hmm. without sharing that stage with Gears of War fucking 14. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe the point is to make the fans frustrated or the kind of core wankers yeah. frustrated because then they're fucking feverish when it comes to Aye. E3. They're like, oh, give us that. Aye, but then Let me see it doesn't matter what, Call of Duty again. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you show these wankers, they're never going to be satisfied. No. They're never going to be satisfied. So, And you've you've seen it all. Mm. You've seen Call of Duty, you've seen Madden, you've seen a driving game. Right. Nothing's. It doesn't matter. Even Watch Dogs. Look, Watch Dogs is one of those games where you're like. There's hairier arms. This is a, this is a leap forward. And when you really watch the gameplay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's it, Assassin's Creed. It's Assassin's Creed with a phone. Aye. <laughs> and that's how I, that's my life. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so Xbox One. We'll see all the games at E3. Take it with a pinch of salt. Chill the fuck out. Aye, can and it? enjoy life, man. Enjoy your hobby. Aye. For the most part, enjoy your hobby that you're meant to like. See the hobby you get a slagging for? Aye. Ah, fucking your mom and dad and uncle and auntie and whatever. And tough football men. And tough football men. Aye, plays a daft computer games. Stand up for them for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, stand up for them and go, aye, that's right, mate. I'm not just using this to play FIFA. Because if you hate them, mm-hmm. who the fuck likes them? Aye, exactly. <laughs> this is it. Anyway... Anyway, speaking of E3, yes, it's coming up. It's coming up. When is it? June. It's normally around my birthday, June fourteenth. I think they have it on your birthday every year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's nice them, and this time we'll be there. So. Aye, this time exactly. Excellent. Double whammy. Double whammy. Double whammy. Armor piercing. Nintendo. Yeah. Will not be doing a keynote speech. Good. They've got nothing to say. I was just going to say yeah. They they, they say they've got. They've already got Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Nintendo Direct, every so often, one of them will come up and go, here's the new stuff that's coming out. Oh, look at this. Uh, I think of what it is, that's right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Gather in. They don't want to show what they've got in front of a live audience, because <laughs> they'll fucking boo. <laughs> because it's just rubbish. <laughs> it's just rubbish. I can't believe how far I've gone from loving Nintendo with all my heart yeah. to actively disliking them. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's been the space of a couple of years. Yeah. I was even a bit of a wee apologist for a while. Yeah, I. I remember that period. Being like, there is, I mean, t- to be fair, at the time, there were some good games coming out on it. Mm-hmm. They looked they like shite. Right games. They looked like shite and they played, you know, a bit wonky. Mm-hmm. But there were still things you're like, whoa, that's, you don't get that anywhere else. Yeah. And then that stopped and dried up. And then the 3DS came out and I bought one and didn't like it and get rid of it. And people started making games that were better than their versions of the games. Yeah, and, and it's just, it became a bit of a, a slog to like Nintendo. But do you, even, do you think this is even... Could they shun the limelight even more? <laughs> <laughs> it's all... You don't want to ring the death knell for them, but I'm willing to. E3, they are dying. E3 is where you go to show off your new stuff, and everybody watches it. And if you're interested in games at all, you watch the E3 keynotes. Yeah. I used to, in the last couple of years, I mean, I still do it, still organise my work day around it or something, like, oh, that's yeah. on at five, so I better leave at half four so I'm home in time. Yeah. There's no Nintendo thing there. Why should I care about anything they do? They know, they know this year of all years. I wouldn't be surprised if they're back next year with something. Aye. But this year of all years, if they get up on that stage up against the Xbox One and the PS4, people are going to be like, is this a fucking joke? <laughs> you are a mental joke, Aye. they'll say to them. Because they're going to be showing Pikmin 3 again. <laughs> it's going to be literally the stuff they showed a, last year. The thing is, actually, actually, is a joke. Yeah, aye. <laughs> They spent so long saying just horseshit mm. nonsense, like, oh, we're withholding all our AAA stuff so that we can spread it throughout the year. Wrong thing to do. Uh, and plus, see if you guys had brought out every one of those games that you promised in the first two months of the Wii U being released, you might have a foot to stand on mm. and you might have enough to make an archive. But you think we've not seen anything since then, though? No. They've went, oh, we're holding back all our AAA stuff. Until when? Yeah, aye. For what? I think they come back next year with a whole new console and they're like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I, no one would be sadder than me to see Nintendo go the way of fucking Sega and then they have to make these cruddy versions that come I, out in the place. Ma- I, I would Mario actually, 64 on iOS. I would hate to play any Nintendo franchise on any console that wasn't a Nintendo yeah. device. I'm happy not to play a Nintendo franchise in mm-hmm. the meantime. Yeah. But I would hate to see them have to bring out a Zelda game on the PlayStation. Yeah. Because at that point, it's no longer a Zelda game. Plus the fact that the half of the charm is it's on a Nintendo machine. And a Zelda game, when you get down to the core of it, mm. is an archaic, backwards game. Yeah. Even the latest Zelda is still, compared to other RPGs, completely stripped down and completely like just ass backwards. Yeah, well, that's why, like I was saying earlier about how you've got to kind of support your local games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can only do that as long as they make it worth your while. Mm-hmm. Nintendo you, haven't made it worth my while since the GameCube. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like Mario games. I like tough Mario games. Mm-hmm. But I can get a tough platformer in Super Meat Boy. I can get a tough platformer with character in a number of places. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to keep me with Nintendo It's taking the 3DS, what, how long's 3DS been out? Two years? Two yeah. and a half? Not a good while, I think. Uh, before now, mm-hmm. I'm interested mildly. Not even highly interested, but not enough interest. to, well, not enough to spend forty quid on any of the games. No, no, but I'm willing to play a couple after uh-huh. a good two, three years of yeah. not willing to play anything on it. Yeah. So maybe the Wii U will come out with something that I want to play, but the investment price is so high that I don't care anymore. Aye. Well, how much is the Wii U going to be after E3? You can get any. You can get a Wii U now in Asda, eight, the eight gig model, mm-hmm. the Shana version for one hundred and fifty quid. Right after E3. Seventy nine ninety nine. Aye. Even then, what are you going to play on it? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? There's, There's nothing, and they're not willing to tell you what is coming out on it. No. Other than picking three. <laughs> oh, fucking. Uh, 
it's, it's sad to say that they are desperately up against the wall right now. Well, saying about, e, about EA, saying um, we're not going to, we're not develop. They're not saying they're not going to develop anything for Wii U, but they say we don't have anything on right now. Yeah. And they're all waiting to see how it goes, mm-hmm. which means because they know where it's going to go fucking nowhere. It's yeah. gonna... Well, how many even games after PS3 came out? How many games were honestly developed for the PS2? Mm. Handful. It's so mental to think now. I mean, even back then when it came out, you're like, it's so underpowered compared to... I mean, it's not even really what we've got now. Yeah. It makes no logical <laughs> sense. It's crazy. It is effectively the leap pad console. <laughs> it's just yes. there for people who are like, I'll get one of them for wee Christine. She's Aye. turning eight in the summer. I'll get her that. Brilliant. Fine. There's a market there. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of it. But you can no longer put them as the big three. It's an actual joke. Aye. And I feel bad about it's it. It's no longer Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. It's Superman, Batman, like, fucking Booster Gold. Aye, Booster Gold. Down there. Aye, you're talking, aye, you're talking really, f- the, the question. Somebody like that. <laughs> aye, yeah. Aye. Somebody likes the There's question. There's a fan base. Aye. The Shade. There's a fan base, but I'm not reading it. I'm not Brian the Creeper. <laughs> That's not fair, man. You're featured in a Creeper issue. That's true. I was the villain in a Creeper series. Aye. From DC. Look out, people, Steve Niles. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right, let's move on from Nintendo Bash, because it makes me feel bad for them, because at one point they were my a little apple of my eye. They were my all. They were my moon and stars at one point. Anak <laughs> <laughs> and a moon! Anyway, let's go on to games we've played. Excellent. <laughs> right, Gav. <laughs> Uh-huh. Games we have been playing. Yeah, Phil, look, look, we have jibber-jabbered on for a long time. We really have. the Xbox, so we're going to have to get through these fairly quickly. Fairly quick. Do you have a game that you've been playing recently? I'll kick off with the first one. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I was playing Defiance, Defiance on the Xbox 360. Okay. Okay. Now, what is Defiance? Defiance is an MMORPG. A massively multiplayer, organisational, multi-group. Group. Uh, so that came out... Uh, <laughs> this is such a this is the most guest cast review of all time and it's yeah, a couple of months ago on the Xbox Playstation PC and everyone was like it's alright on the PC mm-hmm. yep would you get it on I got the Xbox <laughs> right, right. Okay. which it's not alright on it I've broke here's my new system for reviews right okay. I have a tier that I'm calling fun uh-huh. and a tier that I'm calling not fun okay if the not fun tier is bigger Mm-hmm. And the fun tier, mm-hmm. it's a pish game. Okay. Simple enough? Right. Right. Background then. Defiance is a science fiction themed, okay. persistent world MMORPG, third person shooter from Tryon Worlds. Okay, now what okay. does any of that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not interested in Persistent worlds. It's, it's a shooty game. Shooty. Shooty space alien game. Mm. Uh, it takes place on a kind of terraformed Earth okay. in the future. Okay, <laughs> it's tied into some mad TV show that's on sci-fi. Farscape. Almost, okay. almost right. Because I thought when I bought this, I thought that's be brilliant for the podcast. Because this is people trying to do cross, uh, what would you call it? Cross, media, cross pollinating media. Yeah, right. So I'm going to watch the TV show. I'm going to play the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think I lasted two episodes of the TV show. Yeah, and maybe. Two attempts at the game. <laughs> so but the idea is that what happens in the game affects the TV show and vice versa. What happens in the game 
what it is is most of it is just kind of fluff and game nonsense, mm-hmm. right? And every so often there'll either be a mission or an event in the game which will lead to, like, say you have to go and ransack a place mm-hmm. and get a magical orb. Okay. And then at some point in the TV show, a character will have that magical orb right, okay. off the back of the events that occurred in the game. Yeah, well, you, you did that like work for the character. Yeah. Precisely, precisely. Uh, so you spend your time kind of running about. It's like Borderlands, full of fetch quests and kind of customizable weapons and not very customizable characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it involves shooting. Okay. Okay. The shooting is really laggy and not that great. <laughs> I didn't think an MMO based on a shooter would be particularly. Because generally they are quite. There's not a lot of instantaneous gratification from this game. Yeah. It doesn't look that great. Mm-hmm. It looks really muddy and just watered down. Yeah. The voice acting is kind of subpar. <laughs> uh. The shooting itself, like I say, is laggy. You're and, not really you know, selling this one? I'm really not. My, right, here we go. My fun column. Okay, let's see it for fun. Instantaneous cars. Okay. Okay. What's that Basically, mean? at any point <laughs> in the game, press a button, boop, and a fucking vehicle will pop in front of you, and you'll just jump in it, and you'll drive off. What kind of vehicles are we talking here? We're talking ATV-style buggies. We're talking bigger cars. We're talking Mad Max-style customised cars. Nice. You don't customise them. Oh. That'd be fun. Oh, you have now unlocked a Ford Escort with a grid in the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was good. Okay, right? and the ATVs have jetpacks. That's so pretty good. Rocket boosters. That's good. That's good. Right? Not fun. Name another thing about it. <laughs> I'll move on to the not fun column. <laughs> That's okay. one thing in the fun column. Yep. Everything else is pretty crap. Looks crap. Plays pretty crap. Sounds pretty crap. And ties into a TV series that is itself. Pretty crap, but fun buggies. But fun buggies. Mm. So overall, a pish game. Mm. Defiance, ladies That's and rubbish. gentlemen. That's rubbish. Defiance. Mm. Maybe it is really good in the PC. Especially even the fact that you've got an MMO that's free to play, not mm-hmm. on PC but on and consoles. Yep. A free to play MMO. Uh, you think? Oh, oh it should on. be fun. Well, look at fucking not. DC Universe online. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yuck. So, to sum up, it is a rubble third-person Borderlands. Christ. Yeah. Sorry to any Christians out there. <laughs> right. Excellent. You want to hear my next game, or do you want to do one? Oh, I could just come on with your next game. Right. Carry Dragon's Dogma Dark Horizon. I picked this up in Tesco because it was £18, and I'm, I'd never played Dragon's Dogma. I believe it's called Dark Arousing. Is it? Mm-hmm. You played Dragon's Dogma, huh? Mm-hmm. I did. I was very excited for Dragon's Dogma. I remember seeing it when they showed it to the E3. Uh-huh. I mean, like, this game looks amazing. It looks like dragons and chimera. It looks like Shadow of the Colossus mixed with an arc, like, done a, a modern version, let's say. Yeah. Looked great, climbing up big giant beasts and hacking them to death, and it looked did action-y and fun. And then when I played it, it was running for miles. Yeah. And fighting bands of guys who were stronger than me. Mm-hmm. And I turned it off. Okay. Well, this game How differs different. as such because uh-huh. there is a fast travel mechanism now. <laughs> exactly. Me spitting my beard take across a spit, the Take across that. I've there, never used it. There, there was fast travel in the original Dragon's Dogma, but okay. I don't know if it wasn't. You started to travel to the fast travel, which was sometimes a pain in the ass. Right. I think this allows you to do it without doing it. I've never used it because yeah. I haven't had to. I'm still within the same first kind of area. Okay. Okay, fun column. Mm-hmm. It's a big daft game mm-hmm. about wandering about a medieval landscape and battling monsters and demons. Yeah, there is a storyline, mm-hmm. 
but I don't care. Yeah, you don't care about storylines. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, at one point, I kind of found a little road that I wandered up, and it led to a path that went through a waterfall. Okay. And I went through the waterfall, and I battled some lizard men, uh-huh. and I ended up in this vast kind of cavern. Right. Big pillars running up and down it, and what was in the cavern, but a giant cyclops oh. that I fucking killed and <laughs> nailed it. That's the kind of shit I want from a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that big plus. Yeah. It does look quite good. Yeah, no, it does look it nice. Looks, it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you look at all the character design and stuff, and it's all there. There's yeah. shit like chimeras and dragons and cyclops and all kinds of mythical beasts that you can fight and climb yeah. up and stab in the fucking brain. I mean, that's I mean, especially like if you're grabbing like a, a big griffon. Yeah. And you grab onto his lovely mane, and he pulls you into the sky. Brilliant. You're like, yeah, stabbing the shit out of yeah. it while you're in the sky, and you're like, what happens when I kill this thing? Well, I fall to my death. It doesn't matter. No. Who I, cares? Who cares if I die? Yeah. Uh, you have a kind of system it's quite customizable mm-hmm. in terms of your character creation so I made my wife because okay. I thought she'd maybe watch it if I made her yeah I do that quite a bit uh, and I you have a kind of wee pal mm-hmm. you can summon people into your into your universe and yeah. most of them are uh, you'll create a main one and then you can borrow other people's main pals yeah you've got like a, a sort of like a non-player helper yeah, almost. It will just fight for you and be your pal. And so I made Louise a little goblin-looking fucker called yeah. uh, Danny Filth. Okay, a little voice. Lagos. Oh my god! And he kind of follows you about. That's that again. That was done without okay. any editing, folks. That's what I want from a game, especially a medieval kind of fighting game. It's yeah. a great thing when you're listening to Game of Thrones audiobook. Uh-huh. I have been recently. Yeah. Sit and play while you're doing it. Uh, <laughs> not fun section. Okay. It's all kind of item management there seems to be yeah. continuously a point you get to where you're just like right, I've either got to share this out amongst my wee gnomes that are following me about mm-hmm. or I've got to take it down and sell it someday and buy some greaves that I don't care if I yeah. have or not I always found as well that you didn't know what was better like there was a stat system it was like you know you've got a bow but you've got this bow now Yeah. and these bows aren't terribly different some of this is blue numbers and some of this is red numbers aye and are blue better than red only in terms of wicked drink yeah would I say that blue is better than red yes that's a fair point if they're operating on the wicked system yeah then fine we can't guarantee that (laughs) we we have no guarantees on Geshka Uh, the other thing about it is it has a lot of on screen guff Mm -hmm. so a lot of bad things item management on screen guff good things Mm -hmm. giant monsters looks good sexy ladies and my wife (laughs) goblin men Chimera, Awarewolves. Sounds like there's more good than bad. It's a good game! Hey. Here, 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 listen. Mm. My wife. Uh-huh. Ah, nice. <laughs> Bora! Yes! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <That's>... Juice! <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> that is the non cool part of Bora that you're not allowed to like. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so glad that's over, man. <laughs> it's cool man Wayne's World's back It's all good Schwing What do you think Genuinely would Schwing you, What do you think You would do If you were out And somebody's like Like here's my cousin That's my cousin He's a cool guy He's a cool guy Like I brought uh-huh. my cousin Nice And, and he was just like Alright how he's doing And then he was having a drink Maybe half an hour in And he was like Nice <laughs> uh, hey, boy, hey, Nice My wife <laughs> <laughs> What can you do Hang on, like hang out with the Bora. Cool. I'd rather hang out with somebody who's really into Austin Powers. 
that anymore either. <laughs> that shagadelic. Oh, yeah, baby, yeah. Jesus. Anyway, what have you got for me? <laughs> um, I have a game that was your game of the year last year. Mm. Jerry's game of the year last year. You mm. snake coward stabbed me in the fucking back. You should learn to get in with Jerry early. But luckily, my game of the year journey didn't have an add-on like this. Yeah. So, Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon. Desperate not to say Blood Diamond like I wrote up. Yeah, you wrote Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond! (laughs) Yes. It's a standalone. Blood Dragon, I have also played this. Excellent. Well, it's a standalone Uh spin-off of Far Cry 3. It seemed to be when they released it. Excuse me, I was burping there. (laughs) (laughs) Did it again. Don't breathe this in, Phil. There was a... Set about a week where we travelled. <laughs> it was about a week or so where it came out and it was fine. Mm. Then the next week came along and it had giant stickers over the top of it on the PlayStation Store and on the Xbox. You do not have to have Far Cry Three to play this game, right? Because nobody was buying it. Because <laughs> people are idiots. Yeah, they, they didn't do the research, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a complete. You download it. You don't need it. Far Cry Three, mm-hmm. and it's only like a. It's under two gig. Yeah. Which I thought was very impressive. I was expecting at least like six, seven gig. Yeah. Based on playing Far Cry Three. But it's kind of based on these like the whole premise is it's based on this kind of cheesy VHS sort of eighties uh, version of the future. Yes. Uh, it's all neon lights and futuristic weapons and muscles and moustaches and yeah, you know, yeah, it's, come it's on, Commando, it's Robocop, it's fucking all uh, these things, and, and it references all these things throughout yeah. it in terms yeah. of what your character says. Your character's uh, Michael Bain, Michael Bain, Michael Bone, Michael Bean, Bone. Michael Bean, mm. uh, Mister Bean, Nicole, Mister <laughs> Kyle Reese, essentially. <laughs> he played, of course, Ron Atkinson in Mister Bean's Holiday. <laughs> Uh, he plays a character Rex Power Colt yeah uh, it's all good man it's, it's all like, money yeah exactly it's like a, he's a cyber <laughs> commando you've got to take in this rogue general who's oh. also a cyber commando nuclear Armageddon it's a, it's a desolate world everything's neon and tron but only to a certain point yeah so it's still a bit boring right. but it's still really kind of bitching at some point it's quite foggy aye <laughs> the, the thing the whole the whole world from Far Cry 3 this lush Latin paradise is now a desolate Purple post-apocalyptic nightmare. Yeah, in which that never changes. Mm. It's a stripped-back version of Far Cry Three in that you don't have as much to do in terms of side missions and stuff. You've got your general missions, your story missions. Yeah, and then which essentially amounts to taking over bases, and then when you take over the bases, you get extra things like yeah. hunt this animal. Or well, I'd even go as far as say is I mean you've got your main story missions mm-hmm. which you can go off and do instantaneously. Mm-hmm. You have the kind of it's like they've kind of taken the the core elements of what yeah. Far Cry 3 was. You've got your main story, you've got the ability to go in and overtake encampments, and mm-hmm. by doing so, you get additional side missions. Yeah, it's a bit more... It's a bit more, not arcadey, but it's a bit more... It's, in a way, it's less considered in yeah. terms of... You can go in all guns blazing a lot more than you could have done with Far Cry 3. Uh, most of the times when you come to encampments, the big difference in this game is the blood dragons themselves. Mm which I thought was just a cool name to start with, but there are actually blood dragons. Blood dragons, like yeah. T-Rex-style lizards that can fire blazers. Yeah. And uh, it's just up to you, really, to how do you... When you get to camps, you can either... You can lead them into the camps, you can throw cyber cyborg hearts to yeah, lure them. Yeah, all the encampments kind of have this kind of shielding device around yeah. them, and you can either choose to kind of 
bolt out of the camp, disable that shielding, and maybe lure the guys in, or mm-hmm. you can go to a kind of secondary power unit that's yeah. outside the camp normally mm-hmm. and disable the thing from there, or you can decide not to at all. Yeah. You can just sniper in yourself and kind of stealth your way through it. Yeah, but there's no the, the, again like Far Cry Three, there's a few ways to go about every combat option. Yeah. Uh, Things like the your level and up system are stripped right back, so that you absolutely yeah. Just just when you kill people, you get XP, and when you do anything, you get XP, and every time you gain a level, you get a new thing, a prescribed thing. Yeah, not something you choose. Far Cry Three, yeah. you could select what you had, uh, which is still fine, because this entire time you're doing it, it's a very cheesy, fun mm. thing, and you know it's it's, it's uh, all your cutscenes are like. 16 bit kind of yeah. uh, cutscenes that you'd expect from like fucking Desert Strike or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah, and they're all done in a funny way. The whole thing is a nod to that era in a way. Uh, Almost to a point where it gets frustrating. The frustration's still high, yeah, and a few points in which the, the look of it never changes. Yeah. Far Cry 3 kept. It's this jungly thing going yeah, on. Yeah, I had day to night cycles and kind of. And that never happened. In Far Cry Blood Dragon, you're stuck in this one aesthetic. Yeah. And it's not a long experience. I mean, that between from me going to starting the game to have completed all of the missions, all the hunting missions, all the side missions, and the story was about four or five hours. Yeah. And it never, it never, it never changes up. And it's not a long time to be stuck with the one aesthetic, but it does great by the end of it. And it doesn't. You get no real incentive to go and search somewhere because you can't really see what's going on in the background. You can't even see what's going on in, like you know further down the line. In Far Cry Three, much like Just Cause Two, you go. I wonder what that is, and you can go there. Mm. The island's a lot smaller, and there's no real there's no real incentive to explore. I yeah. Because none of it looked visually interesting after all. Yes, I I completely agree. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, cool. There's things to collect. There's like TVs and VHSs to go around and collect, and I lost interest in that very quickly. But the last ten minutes of the game, mm. for me. Pays for itself. Yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely. a moment. I will not spoil it, but there is a moment in the very end it of the game. Badass. Yeah. Absolutely bitching. Like this is what I want from action games. Yeah. Like ah yes yes like it just beautiful. I even down to the musical cues. Yeah. The visuals, just everything kicks off in a completely different gear. Mm. It's which, an ending for the game as well. Though, yeah. It's like it actually ends and you're part of the ending. It's not just a cutscene. Uh-huh. Things are happening and you're like... Oh. Which Far Cry 3 itself didn't actually have. Mm. The ending of Far Cry 3 was... This, from what I remember, was yeah. a kind of drug-hazed fight that you were kind of yeah. joined in. So that was very strange that this shorter game just had, boom, an old-school-style yeah. ending. Yeah. You win. Yeah. You've won the game. Yeah. Uh, the bits that annoyed me with mm-hmm. it before we get on the stuff that I really liked about it yeah. was that it kind of hit this weird peak, right? You plug it, you switch it on after you've downloaded it on the PlayStation and taken about fucking eight hours to download what you so I got my Xbox in there, like about 20 minutes. Uh, so you get this peak where it kind of kicks off in a very commando y style. Mm-hmm. Commando being one of our favourite movies. My, one like, of my this top tens, I. Yeah, this is fucking fantastic. But then all of a sudden, gets so self-important about how daft it is to have kind of yeah. press X to jump uh-huh. that in itself, it kind of like a snake eating itself becomes yeah. the most annoying introduction to a game ever Yeah, with no save point at any point in it. So if you fu- if you decide, I've had enough of this uh-huh. pish, you have to do it again Next when you time come back yeah. to it. 
uh, and then kind of peaks again uh, later on. But like you say, there was a lot of issues with it not being as sexually attractive an island to wander around. Yeah. Uh, just because everything did look exactly the same. And yeah. there was points as well I was wondering, like, is this the same map from Far Cry 3? Mm. Because when I walked about Far Cry 3, I was constantly like, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh-huh. That lagoon's beautiful. Yeah. That little bridge crossing between two giant cliffs is beautiful. Yeah. This, you didn't care. There's a difference between cool and beautiful. When yeah. you see it for the first time, you're like, this is all cool, but I couldn't tell you one bit of Far Cry yeah. Blood Dragon's Island. I couldn't point a bit out no, to you. No, and at no point, even if you were passing through exactly the same zone, mm-hmm. did you think, well, this is that bit. Yeah. Whereas in Far Cry 3, you could recognise points yeah. throughout the island. In terms of it getting that, it is... I mean, it's very self-referential. It knows it's a game, so it's, mm-hmm. it'll have things. Especially in your tutorial, as you were saying, it's like, you know, you'll press X to jump, and, get, and he's like, I know how to jump, you know, whatever. That's, I mean, that's all <coughs> fine, but I it, sometimes it points you to think, oh, fucking shut up. Hurry up. I, just, Hurry up. I get the joke. Yeah. I, get, I got the joke yeah. the first time. You don't need to bash me over the head with it. And the, this uh, time around as well, there was kind of, there was... Two other groups of people on the island, excluding the Blood Dragons. Mm. There was baddies and there was scientists. Yeah. And there was nothing in between. And all the baddies looked identical and all the scientists looked identical. Yeah. So there was no interest in kind of flourish. And they also never told you that the scientists were your pals. Yeah. When... The first time I invaded an island, I was just shooting at them. Uh-huh. I take over the first um, encampment and then they roll in in their buggy. Yeah. And you're like, like Far Cry 3, here's your pals coming to sort it out. That's a standalone game. Yeah. How am I to know? That? And then it's like, do not kill innocent people. Like, how the fuck are they innocent yeah. people? Like, Plus points, though. Right, let's go into it. Mm-hmm. The next one, there is going to be a full release title, I believe. Okay. Under the Blood Dragon uh, All right, banner. Okay. okay. Good. Because they've done enough now to say, right, good idea. Yeah. Now give us a full game. Give us a full game. Decent. It has to be... It has to address these things for me. Yes. If it doesn't, if it's more of the same over the course of 15 hours, I will not. I'm not interested at all. Uh, Other good thing, Robocop's gun. Robocop's gun is very good. The weapons are fun. Then The gun itself is not great. It's probably the worst gun in the game, (laughs) but it's still Robocop's gun, so I'll use it. Yeah. Make that gun better. There's a point point towards the end of the game where you're given a weapon that is so powerful that there's no point using anything else. Right. Uh, You're given the... uh, Sort of the, the, the disc weapon that fires the laser. Yes. You get that, and it says, oh, it drains your life, so watch out. Mm. But it doesn't drain your life nearly enough to which you can not just kill anything. Like, you can go into encampments. I could annihilate everybody in that encampment yeah. without even taking a hit, necessarily. Uh-huh. The only problem is my, my life's going down because I'm using it. Uh-huh. But it's not going down that fast. So Now, you played it slightly different than me. You did most of the story stuff, and then went back. And did the kind of side I did missions. pretty much the story stuff and occasionally did side missions until like maybe did four or five and then went and did the rest of them through once I was finished the story. Yeah. But I didn't feel once you got that final thing, it kind it didn't ruin the game, but it made it and it makes all your upgrades for your weapons obsolete. Right. Because you're using that one way. Differently. I yeah. did all the side mission stuff before I finished the game. Before I even played the second mission, mm. I'd done every hunting mission. Yeah. Every everything else basically. Yeah. And that meant that I had this kind of super arsenal that I was used to. Mm-hmm. And I used a lot of those weapons. I barely used the laser. Right, okay. At all. Yeah. Because I was so comfortable with these all the other Yeah. Yeah. The, the pumped up weapons. I once I got the laser yeah. and it was like you've got all these other weapons that you could customise and I'm like, well none of them work as well as a laser yeah. for me. I can you can vaporize somebody in a second. What's mm-hmm. the point? 
So that's, I mean, that's kind of shady in a way. But I mean, again, it's down to how your play style is. Yeah. I've never been one. I will play plow through a story. Mm. Like I've never seen the point in side missions during the game. Yeah. Because I'm always like, why would I go for a side mission when I've got this mission to do? Yes, I have an objective to complete overall. Exactly. Like yeah. Robocop, mate. Yeah. You know, I've always thought of myself as the Robocop of games. <laughs> you are governed by three prime directives as well. I have no dick. <laughs> and he owns a baby food. And he owns a baby food. <laughs> right, let's move on. But well, first, we'll give it a stamp for approval or not. Far Cry Three Blood Diamond. I, uh, despite what we've just said, a complete approval, complete guest cast, hundred percent approval for me. The last ten minutes seal it. Okay. Any problems I had with it gone after that last ten minutes. <laughs> a good game. A good game. A good game. Some amount of Microsoft points and about. Seven pound on PlayStation. Some it's, it's, I mean, I think it's closer to a tenner, but it's it's fuck all. Exactly. Fuck all. Fucking grow up. Uh, right, next game, please. All right, you're all doing Poker Night Two. Okay. Right, Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network, now iOS. Steam as well. Steam. Mm-hmm. Who cares about that? Um, the fuck. This is sequel, obviously, to Poker Night, Night at Inventory, and it's a poker game. Yeah. It's which. It's it's difficult to describe because when you think of video, or, or, you know, poker, as you would, you see it on all those adverts, and it's you know really bad Sims style guys with sunglasses on, like customize your character, and it looks like a burn victim. Mm. <laughs> That's it, this is very slick in the way they do it. The, the four characters you play against uh, in the game, you get Claptrap from Borderlands Deuce, or just Borderlands. Yeah, the Borderlands series. The Borderlands series. You get Ash from Army of Darkness uh-huh. specifically. Uh-huh. Spat a wee bit. Get Brock Sampson mm-hmm. from uh, the Adventure Ninja Brothers, Rose. and you get uh, Sam from Sam and Max. Yeah, with Max in the background, who will occasionally chime in. The difference between this and a game, a normal poker game, is that it's it's all around the characters. Yeah, the the poker's almost uh, secondary to the characters because, and they're all done in this different style as well. So like Max will be done in the style you're used to from the Telltale games. Yeah, there's no kind of cross pollination of the graphical yeah. design of the characters. It's all just yeah. they look like they do. Brock Sampson looks like Venture Bros. Yeah, he's got sort of a cell shaped look to him. So he's like fucking claptrap. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really well done. And uh, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of poker. I kind of almost, in a way, resented that whole poker thing that went on for a good couple of years. Where every guy was like, "Fucking poker, man! Let's get in the night and get a good game of fucking poker." <laughs> And everybody, everybody, and yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's that great a game. I'd rather play Switch. <laughs> but um, Rummy, that's a, a game. Rummy, that's a game. But um, out of the characters are the draw for me more than the poker is. And there's things in the game where you're like, you know, Sam has given put up his banjo, so if you win the tournament, you win the banjo. And it's the banter between them all throughout it. They, Absolutely, they, they will yeah. talk to each other. They'll, you know, to see Brock Sampson and Sam from Sam and Max have a conversation. Just yeah. about anything, and there's and uh, the creepy is uh, uh, Glados. Glados, yeah, from Portal. So I mean, it's so funny and so well written and so well voice acted that you don't care that you're just you're playing. A few it's hands very of similar in terms of that f- with The Walking Dead. Yeah, and that the character's so good that the core mechanic behind it doesn't matter. Aye, the, you could be playing poker, you could be playing fucking checkers, you could be playing yeah. chess with them. Well, it doesn't matter. You're going back to see the pattern. The pat- mm-hmm. oh, it's telltale, though. I mean, that's, yeah. what that's the thing that they seem to be good at mm-hmm. now is not necessarily the game part of it. That to say, that said... It's that a perfectly reasonable poker it's game. It's a poker game, but yeah. I mean, how fucking hard is it to make a poker game, I yeah. guess? But everything around it is great. 
Um, occasionally, I mean, you'll get the, the, the off thing. You play it long enough, you'll hear the repeated yeah. dialogue. But again, it's so well delivered and, and still funny. Ah, you don't some, mind hearing a joke Sometimes twice. there's occasionally something that you've heard before, but then suddenly something else will happen. Yeah. Um, and, and just that, yeah, it's just characters that you generally really like to listen to. Mm-hmm. And that's why when I was thinking about it being on iOS, I don't know necessarily. I equate iOS to just quick fixes, like on the train. Yeah. I don't think I could sit in, even with my headphones in, I don't think I could give that time to it. You're mm-hmm. investing in a sort of a, a weird little narrative sometimes with the characters. Yeah. And how that translates to a handheld, you know, or even on the iPad. I, I, I don't know. I think you have to really give your attention to it. Which is weird because you're kind of relaxing at the same time. It's a very relaxing game to play. I would not. Like, initially, you bought this on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy it first off. I was. Yeah. I thought, I'll get it on the Xbox while we'll play it together. Yeah. Turns out it's completely one-person experience. That's one of the other things that I should have done more uh, research into it. Yeah. But is it such a bad thing to assume these days that an on that a poker game that you buy should the Xbox like, thing. should have yeah. a multiplayer element, even if it's not got any of the stuff around it? Yeah. Surely there should be some sort of online element to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even when you play it, you're like, right, this is different from a different poker game, like you say. Mm-hmm. It's more character driven. It's more about enjoying banter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's basically like a real game, game of poker, almost. Yeah. yeah. Aye, it's about an experience shared with these characters that are provided for you. Uh, but however, uh, I thought I'll get into PlayStation Three because it gives you lots of unlocks for Borderlands Two. Yeah. And then I thought about it myself, and I thought this is never the kind of game I'm going to play on a console. Yeah. If I get time to spend on a console, I'm going to play a big ah, game. Yeah. Uh, it's so like the cinema almost. You wouldn't go and see yeah. a, a wee independent thing. You'd be like, I'll wait to see it at home. All right, I'll go see Fast and Furious at the pictures. I just bitching. Uh, so iOS is more like it for me. Yeah. Sadly, however, my classic iPhone 4 mm. chugs along on that quite badly. Right. But I think on the iPad, this is going to be phenomenal because yeah. I'll sit and play stuff like uh, Freeway, what's it, Fairway? Fairway Solitaire. Fairway Solitaire. Yeah, I like that game a lot. I'll play yeah. that for like an hour before yeah. I go to bed. When I'm sitting in bed, I'll sit and play that. Mm-hmm. This will do it for that. I think it's a game that you really, not to say this is characteristic of you, Phil, but I know you like to do play a game and do something else at the same yeah. time. And this is a game for me that I have to pay attention to because yes. poker's not the draw for me. This is the first iOS game that I bought, loaded up, and uh, tried to listen to something else while I was playing it, as I would do normally, mm. and instantly I'm like, right, it doesn't let me, but that's fine. Yeah. This is the first one yeah. where I'm like, it's forgivable. Ah, because... If you, uh, if you played this without it, mm. pish. Right, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, not just as a poker game, if you take mm. out the sound, it's a very slow poker game, yeah. in which you have to wait, you're watching somebody flap their lips for ages. Aye. So and to the point now where it's maybe still early on, so I haven't heard everything yet. But even when I'm punted out of a round, mm-hmm. I'll wait and watch the rest of the round. Right, you watch the rest of it to see yeah. what they say. Aye. I, it's a cracking game. It's just a game, it's a very specific type of game. Yeah. If you're wanting that, a specific poker experience, you're not going to get it here. Yes. If you want, you know, the tabletop poker 2013. 888 poker. Aye, exactly. For fuds. For fuds. Cool. So. A Poker Night 2? A good game. A good game. A Excellent. Good game. What is next? We are back with some mini reviews. Tiny little reviews oh, for little men. Little tiny reviews. Father, give me legs. <laughs> <laughs> mini Go. reviews. Go. 
Okay. Hit me. I got Injustice Gods Among Us. Right. Which is the Mortal Kombat style DC fighting game. Yes. It's rubbish. Okay. It's okay to play, but it's not the kind of game you'd ever think would be a competitive fighting game. It's dead shite. <laughs> right. <laughs> the storyline is crap. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I hated the designs of the characters. I hated... Just the general, the general, ah no, shite, shite, don't get it, don't get it, don't get it. Next game, next game, next Next game. game. Well, let's quickly do Injustice, the iOS version. All right. Because it's also crap. Ah. No, Thomas was alone. Okay. Did you play Thomas was alone? I did, I liked it. Okay, I played it on the Vita, Mm -hmm. right? Good fun platforming game. Yep. And has some story behind it. I played it on the PlayStation. I played it on the PlayStation and it's, and do you know who uh, does the voiceover? I believe it's a humorist, Danny Wallace. It is Danny Wallace. (laughs) From the uh, Assassin's Creed games. (laughs) He's back. He invented, he is uh, Desmond. Um, Okay, excellent. Good game, get it. No. No? uh, I played it on the PlayStation, (laughs) gave it my full time and I enjoyed it. I played it on the Vita, gave it half my time. And kind of enjoyed the platforming. You probably had like a one headphone plugged into your mini disc player, (laughs) one headphone plugged up your ass. Hi. Reading a book. Reading a book while jacking off. Aye, watching Made in Chelsea at the same time. Yeah, yeah, get it, I guess. Get it, it's a good game. Okay. Do you know who likes it? Friend of the show, Ed Stern. Does he? Yep. Does he? Maybe that changes your opinion. Next. We're doing this quick, right, but I really want to spend 30 seconds on Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel. Okay. Last time, well, two episodes ago we now. We teased it. I was excited it. about right. Army of Army Artois, as I call it, because my friend, Developer Glove, and I have an affinity for the series. We enjoy it. Uh-huh. We got the new one, and it literally cuts the heart out of the entire series. It takes away everything that we enjoyed. Uh-huh. Like, we enjoyed... Like back to back, those sections where you go back to back and you feel amazing shooting people. Uh, you know, you're protecting your mate, you're swinging around each other, avoiding each other's arms. Whoa! Shoot you, kill you. Com- like co-op combos, uh, ultra customization of your weapons. Uh, there was no fist bumps. No. No. The the characters would do fist bumps, but pre-prescribed moments, but you Ugh. could not initiate a fist bump. Pish. There was no rock paper scissors. You could customise to an extent, but you could not have diamond-encrusted grenades. What? It took everything that we liked about Army Ottawa away, and it's an absolute <sighs> disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> so, again... Don't they, buy it? <laughs> don't buy it. Buy the first Army Ottawa. Yeah, and, and play it with the Velvet Glove. And play it with Chris on split screen on his old CRT TV in his old flat. Cool. Excellent. Okay. Right. Enough minis. Goodbye. Let's get nice. in. <laughs> Let's get into what has become the sleeper hit of the summer. Oh my god! This this game. I don't even know what this game's called. Shock Attack Deathmatch. Sharks. Sharks. Sharks is the most. It's eighty Microsoft points available on the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty only. Let me reiterate: eighty Microsoft points. That's yeah. Nothing. That is the same price as a Captain Picard t-shirt for your avatar. <laughs> or as well I know, because I bought one. Or the one that I just bought recently was, was the Black Bolt uh, <laughs> t-shirt from Marvel. <laughs> Wait till you see it, it's amazing. Very nice. Uh, Shark Attack Deathmatch Shirks mm-hmm. is a very stripped back multiplayer indie title yep. on the, the Xbox platform. Yep, it's a first person harpooner. 
Yeah, aye. Um, it comes with two maps. Yeah, Atlantis and the other one. Uh huh. It is four player, mm-hmm. multiplayer. Yep. You and it also has a kind of single player element where you must kill as many sharks as you can within a certain time period. Yeah. Slash kill as many zombie sharks as you can. Those are zombie sharks. Yeah. Aye. Fun. Mm-hmm. Fun. The single player by itself. Fun. It's kind of uh, leaderboard ish. Yeah. You know yeah, who yeah. can get the most kills and. Whatever time limit it is, mm-hmm. ten minutes. I think. I think it's ten. Everything seems to be ten minutes. Yeah, the multiplayer itself is where it truly excels. Yeah. Just because of its simplicity mm-hmm. and how different it is, I think, from any other kind of FPS yeah. multiplayer game. I mean, you're, you're underwater mm-hmm. for one, so you move extra slow. Mm-hmm. There's no sound apart from your ambient sea noises. Yeah. Yeah. You're you have two weapons. You have your harpoon gun and a blade. And your flashbang. Don't forget your oh, flashbang. Of course, the flashbang. Uh, and it's, well, it's the the maps are pretty big. Mm-hmm. So there's only four people per map. So there are occasions where you're searching for people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Legit hunting. But that feeling of being completely silent, switching to your knife and coming up behind someone, just slashing them. <laughs> Digging a blade right into them. The best thing, of course, is when. It comes up saying you were knifed and the knifed is giant. <laughs> you were knifed. <laughs> you were murdered by sharks as well. Yeah. You can end the multiplayer as well as fighting the yeah. other three people. You can be murdered by sharks. Sharks will fly around. The things like big manta rays and turtles, which you can't seem to kill. Yeah, no. But the sharks, the good thing about the thing that makes it seem slightly more robust than it is, is that when you kill a shark, mm-hmm. Or shoot someone, you get a cloud of blood. Yeah. And that seems to att- attract sharks. Yes. I don't know if it does or if I'm just willing that to happen. <laughs> no, I think it definitely does. There's also, the sharks give you the added element of, say somebody is in your distance near a shark, uh-huh. you can anger the shark by shooting it and they'll go directly they'll for go that, for that person. person. Yeah. I think the good sharks. thing about that is you can be just swimming and all of a sudden... When a shark zeroes in on you, you hear like, not like a but it's like, it's it's very similar audio cue. And uh, if you get eaten by a shark, it counts as a kill. Mm -hmm. So you you could have the highest kills, but if you keep getting eaten by sharks, you're buggered. You're buggered. It's a great wee game. It's so simple and quick, and you can jump on its 10 minute death matches between the four of you. Mm -hmm. It became quite competitive. It really did. uh, Between ourselves and a friend of ours, and I, it's just, I mean, he's pish at it. Nah, he's rubbish. We're good at it. Aye. He's pish at it. He but likes to think he's good at it. He likes to think he's good at it. But the good and the other thing I really love about it is when you when at the end of each round, you, your experience points bump you up levels. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently level like five. Yeah. But there's no benefit for level. No, he's absolutely nothing. <laughs> it, it just shows you a name, but then it's like you know it'll be my name and then a five and then a star. And you're like, well, what does that mean? You get more equipment or better stuff? No, no, just kudos. Can I tell you something that you might make you quite sad though? Mm-hmm. Went on the other Facebook page. There's a new weapon coming out. <gasps> what is it? It's like a, you know, like that six shooter Nerf gun. Yeah. The yellow, the yellow one. It's like that, but with harpoons. So a semi-automatic kind of kind of gun. I'm a little bit saddened by that though. I don't want to wreck it. I don't want to be change anything. I think the only thing they should be adding to this game is different types of sharks. Mm. More sharks, different types of sharks. Hammerhead sharks. Possibly the addition of a megalodon. I think we've spoken about this a megalodon in the last minute, perhaps mm-hmm. that would come in. Could be called the megalodon minute. <laughs> the double M. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No one is safe. Uh huh. But yeah, I think it sharks get sharks. Yeah. Contact us through Twitter if you want to play sharks. Yeah. We're always up for playing sharks. 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 
Right, onwards and upwards onto the realm of phone laughter. Hello. Hello. Am I playing a game with you? Goodbye. So the biggest title to come out on the iOS system. Gavin, still looking mm-hmm. gently into the distance, was Star Command, the Kickstarter-funded... Yeah, the, the big, sensation. Yeah, aye. This is the iOS game of the year? I would say so. I would say... Not, certainly not a game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's one of the games I've been looking forward to for more than a year now. Mm. Seeing it originally, I remember reading about it on, like, Kotaku or something, and being like, holy shit, this is, like, a Star Trek... Game. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a Star Trek management uh-huh. adventure game. And it was done in that same style. And I you were like, oh, I'm captivated by this. And you see the Kickstarter. And you're like, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait. Oh, it's so good, it's so good. And then you get the game. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it's well worth a download. I, I, no, no, I'm still, I would still recommend it. Mm-hmm. The potential in it is is more for me mm-hmm. I, I, I can see where it can go mm-hmm. whether it does go that way is different um, but, let, but hey let's not get into that right now when they first kind of it was it was kickstarted and then it made a fantastic amount of cash mm-hmm. it was supposed to come out at a certain date and didn't mm-hmm. and then just magically appeared one day yeah, Star like, Command's out everyone there. downloads it yep. Can't help but feel that was tie into the fact that the new Star Trek movie was out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it was a while before, but not a huge amount. But Star Trek Fever was kind of hit. Star Trek Fever. Yeah, people were interested in getting something like that. It didn't deliver on every promise that it did originally make. It was supposed to be this kind of multifunctional approach to any battle that you came across. You could either talk your way out of it or, you know, find different ways to interact with these different alien races that you Mm. come across. Turns out, Past maybe the second mission, mm. you just fight, you just barney with It's a very prescribed narrative. It's just very like, this is what happens. As you say, like, I found out that, like, maybe the first time, I think we were even texting about it, it was like, oh, I'm just at these guys now. Mm. And you're like, yeah, if you sit, you know, like, I said this and this happened, and I'm like, well, I'm going to see what else happens. You know, like, these guys attacked me, and then I said something else, and the guy was like, well, you know, good, we will see you later, friend. And then they left. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then after that, every option resulted in a, just a fight. Yeah, it just becomes very Monkey Islandy. You can <laughs> insult them in three different ways. Yeah, and which crazy one is it? Exactly the, the same. In a lot of ways, the insults were the same every time as well. Like you get, they only had three insults in them. Yeah. the whole studio. And uh, it, I mean, it's good. The way it works out, it's, a, it's if you if anyone's played FTL on mm-hmm. uh, Steam, it's a much simplified version of that. But it's Starship management set up in an isometric style. Which have these little pixel characters, and they will move around where you, wherever you, you go. You can assign them at different roles within it. You get kind of your bridge crew and kind of your weaponry crew, which are the red shirts, which yeah. will attack people who well, board your ship. Tell me about your first ship. The Geshcast. The Geshcast. Geshcast one didn't last very long. No. Uh, yeah, you, I, I have three separate departments: red shirts, blue shirts, and. Uh, yellow shirts mm-hmm. easily equatable to Star Trek and yep. very iconic you engineering metal what? and fighty but the thing is with fighty the red there's two there's bridge mm-hmm. and there's fighty well there's bridge see I used my bridge crew as my fighty crew because you still have to continuously maintain your weapon systems at all yeah. points so you can't 
you can maybe take one you can man a gun generally with mm. two people yeah and if as long as you've got two people in there there's this kind of token system that runs alongside it that you have to constantly yeah. be producing tokens or ammunition or mm. using your machines yeah to fire at another vessel yeah so if you remove both people from the room it, there's nobody there to man the gun yeah so it's no longer effective it's not producing anything either. if you remove one person from it then ammo production becomes much slower yeah uh, so I'd use my bridge crew a lot more often, pull them into in, and then take them somebody else. Forces. Uh, same goes for your medical crew. Same goes for your engineering. Yeah, I found that when I was playing it, that I was relying on my older characters a lot more. In terms of like the first people I ever had in the ship mm-hmm. were uh, a weapons officer called Hash. Yeah, <laughs> because you love weed. Because I love weed so much. He manned the uh, my sort of our phasers uh-huh. and Jerry Maguire uh-huh. who handled the uh, torpedoes. Yeah, Jerry Maguire never died, Ugh. and I kept the same ship. So true to life. My except my ship, the Battle Queen. Yeah, stayed from initial fight straight through the game. I didn't I didn't change my ship once, and Jerry Maguire became a fucking legend throughout right. the entire thing. Got this thing where he could fire at three hundred percent his yeah. normal rate. Just lasering motherfuckers every like. <laughs> also, while manning the 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 torpedoes, yeah. I would bring them out the torpedoes. Whatever and bother, Jerry will just fucking stroll stroll up, shoot everybody to death, go back, and he's like, "Bye bye bye, what a torpedo, cool, bumph." <laughs> like Jerry, are you good at everything? Yeah. Are you just good at everything? Even digital Jerry's brilliant. He's just, I, I can't get over Jerry. <laughs> so, Star Command, a good game. A good oh, game requiring... It's, it's not finished. It's mm. not a finished product. Very much, uh, there's a little... When you start a game, it's like new game, continue game, coming soon. Well, I mean... You I click on that and there'll be a picture of a guy with a dog. Yeah. And you'll be like, right, so there's going to be more of this. Yeah. They're adding to it as it goes, which is what you'd expect from a game that at the moment feels a little undercooked. Yeah. I think that's the, the term for it, undercooked. It just doesn't feel, to me, like it... I mean, things like it's buggy in, in ways and... It crashes like a motherfucker. It crashes like a motherfucker. You're playing the game and all of a sudden, like, enemies, when you're playing a battle, will teleport onto your ship. They'll beam in. And I had it quite a lot where enemies would just get in my engineering room mm-hmm. and they would just stop. They would walk against walls. Right. And this is, like, you're talking like an entire boarding party will stop in my engineering room. And I'll be like, well, they're in there now. I'll leave them. I'll leave them and yeah. I'll come and clean them up later. And things like, when I completed the game today, I completed the... The, the the player, the the uh, single player, and I got to where they told me to go, and nothing happened. Yeah. For so long, and I was like, "What's going on?" And I had to quit and start again, and then it kicked in. Yeah. And it's just wee bits like that that make you think it's not polished, finished. it's not finished. Yeah. I still paid a pound fifty for it. Yeah. Happy to pay a pound fifty for it, yeah. but I can't, I can't wait for it to be finished. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward I'm to looking seeing forward what they to do. Multiplayer. I'm looking forward to more storylines. I'm looking forward to... Shit, imagine multiplayer on that, Aye. sending boarding parties over. and yeah. That would be great. The sheer fact that you can be boarded, but you can't board on our ship yeah. seems just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Star Command on iOS and soon to be on Android. Uh, Who cares about that? Game. Who cares about Android? Uh, robots? Who cares about Android, Phil? Let that me... is the kind of racist views that will not be accepted in the future. I don't care about the future. I'm going to slip my throat in three seconds. Next thing up, let's talk about Big Returns. Let's talk about Return of the King. Okay. The Big Return. The Big Return. Let's and talk- we ain't talking about Lord Aragorn. No. We're, we're talk- talking about 
Lord Jerry. Lord Jerry. He's back with a new segment we like to call Jerry's Steam Room. All you have to do is bend the hatch off this steam pipe. No good, it's full of steam! Welcome to the steam room. Sit down, take that towel off. We've got nothing to hide here. Yeah, that's it. Relax. I like to do some... Lunges. So, don't be put off. Let me tell you why you're here. I want to talk about small games. Games that are a bit weird, a bit indie. Games that won't take 30 hours to finish, that run on an average PC, and are downloadable from Steam and other download services. So strap in. Indie game To The Moon came to Steam at the tail end of last year from developers Freebird Games. The game sees you navigate a very, very, very 90s looking top-down RPG landscape as you explore the memories of a dying man unravelling a mystery along the way. Sounds deep? It is. Set in the future, your characters work for a company that offers a strange service. To the Moon deals with identifying a dying man named Johnny's biggest regret, then delving into his mind to adjust his memories to address that sorrow. It can be a bit contrived, but once you swallow the premise, this setup allows for an at times truly beautiful exploration of love, loss, relationships and death. Some bits are properly sad. The story of the two main characters that you control is linear. They, and you, journey further and further back into Johnny's life, beginning at his most recent memories and heading further back into the past. Each memory reveals more of the mysterious nature of Johnny's relationship with his deceased wife, and each jump back in time takes you closer to an understanding of his final wish, to go to the moon. Despite the sci-fi trappings, it's a human story, delivered with equal measure solemnity, sadness and good humour. You control Dr. Rosaline and Dr. Watts. The former is the serious one, and the latter is the goofy proxy for the audience who injects a lighter note when the game needs it. To the Moon stretches the definition of a game, with interaction stripped right back. Each of Johnny's memories is a level, with drama unfolding in-engine as you talk to characters or pick up objects. Progression is tied to exhausting a level's narrative and collecting all the items that allow you to move on to the next memory. Apart from a rotten minigame which sticks out like a sore arse, it's the least mechanically I've been involved in a game, and yet one of the most involving experiences I've had in gaming. To the Moon offers a thoughtful narrative that's easy in the reflexes and heavy on the emotions. If that's up your strata, it can be bought on Steam for £6.99, or less if you keep your eye on various legit online retailers that sell Steam keys. So that's us for Steam Room. See you next time. Get some more Steam on here. Oh, oh, that's, that's kind of hot. Wow. Whoa. That's the only word that can sum up. He's back, he's black, he's badder than a heart attack. He knocked it out with a fucking poke. <laughs> Well done, Jerry. It's good to have you back on side. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> what questions have we received over Twitter? Oh, well, let me tell you. My iPad, which was pretty stoked at the time, is now at 6% capacity, Captain. So let me <laughs> bring up the questions. Please do. Oh, oh, my goodness, we have a few. Hit me with the first. First question that we had sent into the guest mailbag was from Alan Beans. Mm-hmm. That's at Beansy underscore boy. Uh-huh, with an H, because he likes the Glasgow Celtic. He's a big Rangers fan, I heard. He used to be. He's a big fan of the Billy Boys. Uh, he's also a big fan of Sharks. <laughs> he has a lot of Sharks. Rumours that the Xbox wipes you, Xbox One wipes your bum for you. Mm-hmm. Is this true? Also heard it comes with a George Foreman grill built in. Hashtag steak box. 
Hashtag bum box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can confirm either of those. We're probably not the right people to ask because we haven't actually seen it mm-hmm. as yet. But we can only hope. Would you consider a George Roman grill would be a great addition? Would you consider wiping your ass with the console? You're not willing to jack off in front of a Connect. I can't see you dropping trout and letting it dust up your pink eye. That's true. That's very true. Um, Nicholas Gray, the Marillion mm-hmm. on uh, Twitter, asked us the Last of Us. Uh, first weekend or 20 quid splodge what are you thinking at this point we've not seen a lot of it at the moment which one's The Last of Us The Last of Us <laughs> oh that's the Naughty Dog one the Naughty Dog with um, Juno looking lassie and yeah. Guy yeah. I don't first. I don't think generally for me a Naughty Do- I can't let a Naughty Dog release go by without something different from Uncharted yeah aye I love it's Uncharted. just a shame that it's not something different for games yeah, I mean, well, it remains to be seen. Maybe, yeah. Knows? But I, I'm very interested in seeing where they go with it. Uh, I will I will get it when it comes out. I'll get it the day it comes out. Excellent. Cause... I'll base my judgement on your perception. Okay. Um, Barry Rogers. Excellent. Ahoy. Um, he just gives us a, a straight-up statement. Xbox One puts all your living room eggs in one basket. Never mind the fantasy football. Think of fantasy strictly come dancing. Okay. I will. <laughs> <laughs> At Jack Burton Forever says, marry me. Okay. Phil? No, I'm already married. Ah, it that. would be against God. Mm, okay. And finally, we have James Madison. Oh, excellent. <laughs> What's he got to say for himself? He said... Regular contributor, James yeah. Madison. What was that Spielberg shite supposed... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, let me start again. <laughs> Was that Spielberg shite supposed to be good? Falling skies, Terra Nova, the river, smash all crap. The guy winds me right up. <laughs> a fair enough perception. Fair enough this point. is where it just shows you that although Jamie and I can be so dastardly similar, we still have massive gulfs, gulfs, gulfs. between us. Whereas I will watch Spielberg take a dump. Yeah. Jamie's obviously not that keen. No. Well, you know, he's more of a J.J. Abrams kind of guy. to be correct? History will tell all. Hmm. <laughs> Quaint. Okay, friends of ours, we've reached the end of the show. Okay, good if friends. If you do want to get in contact with us, you can do it over Twitter, at Geshcast, and you can... You can go to Geshcast.com, you can get links to the site, and you can also get exclusive artwork never seen anywhere else. That's true enough, you get to see Gavin's fabulous artwork for each episode, which... Just in itself will be worth millions in years to come. Millions in bitcoins. Mm-hmm. Thanks to whoever provided the music for this week. Uh, we were going to review it really quickly. It's dead good. I didn't Therefore, like it. Therefore, copyright free. I didn't like it. Uh, also, stand by for added news on the Gesh Foundation, which is going to be our new uh, monetary service we're going to be providing for one lucky student we're going to put through... Five years? Five years at least. An expensive <laughs> university course. We will provide everything. Yeah. From living accommodation money mm-hmm. to tuition fees mm-hmm. to grants. Yes. Everything will be provided for this one lucky student. Grants. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to find out how you can qualify. If you want to learn, then we have... have your teachers. Hey! <laughs> okay, so... That appears to be it, Phil. Yes. I want to thank you for being a friend. Aww. Thank you for the show. I want to thank Arrested Development for coming back. I'm a bit worried about it, man. No, I'll be fine. Uh, we, how can it go wrong? I don't know. David Cross. Magic. Uh, I don't know, man. 
the, one of the things that worried me recently was they were like, don't watch it in all in one go, mm. because it's not meant to be watched in one go. That's how I watched all the other Arrested Developments in yeah. one go. Like, nah, don't, don't, they'll ruin it, because, like, people have been watching it and saying they're getting pure sick of it. Mm-hmm. Like, if they watch it all in one go, I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh, well. That's how I'm going to watch it. We can report back next time. Next time. Listen, uh, go and see the new Star Trek movie. Oh, go yeah, and see yeah. uh, Fast Furious 6. Never give that up, because it's incredible. Uh, live forever. Never, ever die. We're going to go and eat barbecue food. Viva La Raza. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.